This is Gilbert Gottfried, and I'm here with my co-host, Frank Santo Padre, and this is Gilbert and Frank's Amazing Colossal Obsessions. You've got that down to a science now. And i got to get two things out of the way. Hit me. Two bits of business. Go. Uh, who was it who was giving us a story? Uh, the the, uh, the uh, PR guy. The PR guy. The, he, yeah, who was on the show. Oh, Dick Gutman. Dick Gutman was telling us a story about Cary Grant right. and Lawrence Harvey. Right. Now, I've already I've already revealed on this show that Cary Grant was a Jew. Right, you have. And I knew that Lawrence Harvey also was a Jew, mm-hmm. but I didn't mention it on the show. I let him go on with his story. <laughs> uh-huh. And a few people reacted really? to that. And because uh, Lawrence Harvey's name was something like Jvi Moisha <laughs> Schickner. What kind of mail are you getting that I'm not getting yeah, from people yeah, yeah. outraged you Jews? You can look it up. You can look, look it up. It. It's like Zvi oh. Moisha Schickner. Paul, Paul Rayburn is here, and Lawrence he will Harvey. look it up. And another thing that I owe everyone an apology, when when we were interviewing um, Jamie Farr, yeah, he's we spoke a lot about Danny Thomas, <laughs> and I didn't mention anything about glass coffee tables, hookers, and shitting on glass Man, coffee. You're tables. slipping. Yeah, you've lost yeah. your fastball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are some people that re- are that are relieved that you didn't I, bring that I up to Jamie. I didn't talk Farr. about the Pittsburgh platter, <laughs> oh or even God. in some <laughs> versions of the story where he's wearing a priest outfit. Yeah, that's yeah. just <laughs> that's just that's where it turns. That's sick. just too weird. <laughs> that's where it's poor taste. <laughs> Give me the names and the emails of these yeah. people who are complaining. Hooker shitting on him is fine. But the priest outfit. That's... Over the line? Yeah. yeah. I'm getting into sensitive areas. We are going to do a quick mini episode here. I'm just going to keep moving. I'm like a shark that's afraid to die. We're going we're gonna to keep moving along. Now, this is our first episode. We've gotten we've gotten a blowback from our friends. Uh, Eric I wish Fus- I could get some blowback. You wish you could, couldn't you? Yeah. Uh, Eric Fusco and Rob Smentek are two, uh, I'll call them podcast super fans. Let me do the intro and then you can tell us about Lawrence (laughs) Arby or I'll lose my train of thought. (laughs) They started a Facebook group called the Gilbert uh, Gottfried Amazing Colossal Listener Society. And it is quick. It is almost 3000 strong. So we owe them who know, who who knew we had this many people that cared, but we have to thank uh, Eric and, and uh, Rob for starting this. And they wrote to me and they said, you're always doing a Twitter episode and a Facebook episode. When are you going to acknowledge us and the and the fans and the Legion of fans? So this is our first one. Okay. So we're going to do but, it. But first, but first Lawrence, Lawrence Harvey's Harvey. real name. So Lawrence Harvey, this is the big news of yes, this episode. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. So first of all, he's another one of those Lithuanian-born actors. Yes. Oh, so, there's so okay. many. I mean, I'm so tired of that. Uh, born, and now, this is you were pretty close. First of all, he was born Larushka Misha Skikni. Ah, but but don't stop there. 
because he was later known as Zvi Moshe Skikni. Ah, see, I was very close. Gilbert scores again. Weren't you almost named Zvi? Yes, yes. <laughs> Zvi Godfrey, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, what and, a... and what was Danny Thomas? <laughs> now cut that okay. out. That you know that was Amos Jacob. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yes, everybody Which knows is that. Sad. It's like such a Jew name. Yes, but he was Lebanese. Yeah. Thank God he wasn't a Jew because the, you know the <laughs> coffee table. And uh, would you like to make the entire mini episode yeah, yes, about? This? Yes. Yes, I would. <laughs> We're going to try to get through this. I heard most of his fortune went into Windex. <laughs> He's incorrigible. Yeah. He's incorrigible. <laughs> Eric Fusco, the founder of the uh, of the Listener Society, starts us off with a question. Hey, guys, Neil Simon's 90th birthday is coming up on July 4th. Would you guys consider a mini episode about the odd couple? Maybe oh. with Drew Friedman. That's an idea. That, that there are so many versions of the odd yeah, couple. Yeah, maybe we should. Uh, Arnold Stang played Felix on a in a road on a, company. A road company yeah. one. Yeah, Drew Drew compiles them. I think they wanted to have Mickey Rooney as Oscar. Wow. And um, they, oh, there was all those things in the odd couple of how they met, which changed. Always changed. Each, one was the army. One was. Jury, jury duty. duty. They met his kids oh, in a flashback yes. episode. Oh, oh, there was yes. With Blink, Blinky Madison. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That the gangster one. Yes, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Drew wrote back to to Eric and he said it would have to be uh, it would have to be only about the Joe Flynn dinner theater version. So apparently Joe Flynn <laughs> okay. played either Oscar oh, and, or Felix. And on Broadway, I think Art Carney was Felix. Art Carney and Walter Matthau. Yeah, yeah a, Drew has a whole talk to Drew because he has a whole uh, and. And they wanted when they when they called um, Jack Lemon. Yeah. They said, "Okay, we want you for the movie. We just need somebody uh, to play. Uh, oh, t- oh, to play Felix. Yeah. And because uh, and and Jack Lemon because they wanted a Jack Lemon to be Oscar. Yeah, that's bizarre. Because they felt it was a more showy part. Yeah." And he was the biggest star at the time. Yeah, yeah. And he's the perfect Felix Unger. We'll do that. We'll consider doing that when Neil Simon's birthday some of the, comes I got, up. I looked up some of the episode names from the TV show. Yeah. The Murray Who Came to Dinner. That's a great one. Take My Furniture, Please. Yeah. And The Odyssey Couple. Some of the funniest <laughs> comedy writers, Gary oh. Marshall and and, uh, and his, his staff. Um, well, we'll do a show. We'll do a, yeah, we'll do an odd couple show funny. in the future. This is John B. Anderson. Gilbert and Frank, you are stranded on an island for one year. You can take one movie and one movie only to watch repeatedly. Gilbert porn does not count. <laughs> well, then I'm, I'm letting myself out of this. <laughs> you have one Desert Island no, movie? No, I really, I can't think. That you can drives sum me up. crazy. Mine is a cliched choice, but I'll, I'll say Preston Sturgis' Sullivan, uh, Sullivan's Travels because oh. I can just watch that. Endlessly, yeah, because it works on so many levels. It's such a it's such a terrific movie. You don't have a desert island? Disc. No, I don't have a desert. It's not Doctor Butcher. Oh, that one's good. Okay, yeah, all right, I'll take Doctor Butcher, <laughs> Medical Deviant, made by John Martin. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, my peeps. Yeah. <laughs> Richard Wavers has Norman Lloyd been considered for the podcast? We did, in fact, invite Norman, and uh, I don't know. We were told that Norman has done enough of these things. 
Oh. But, but we're going to try again because yeah, Norman's 102. He, he, or he's I never mean, done he, anything like this thing. Well, John sure. Apatow was on with us and said he'd ask him, and and uh, he worked with both Keaton and Chaplin and Hitchcock. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Peter Santa Maria, would Gilbert and Frank ever consider watching a movie, something classic like uh, A&C Meet Frankenstein, and recording a commentary for it and then having that be an episode of the podcast? We would. In fact, that was Frankie Verderosa's idea from several months back. That was before he lost three of our Right before that. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Frank gets roasted for something he didn't do. So uh, stay tuned on that, Peter, because we uh, we will do something like that in the future. Have you guys considered touring, says Sarah Ryan, uh, maybe uh, at, like, Comic-Cons and such? <laughs> I know the Boston area would love having you. We can't really coordinate our schedules that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. You know, I have a gig at ABC, and you're on the road, and uh, someday. And, s- and where would the money be in this? Exactly. <laughs> For exactly. But we'd get to room on the road. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and reenact the Odd Couple Jury uh, oh, oh, my God. Episode. Oh, and there was, there was one episode of the Odd Couple where they had uh, uh, Elijah Cook Jr. That's, like the, the, that's, the, that's the flashback, yeah. the gangster yeah. one. Yeah. The heel. Oh, yes. He plays the heel because yes. he kills women, women with his shoe. <laughs> Tony Craighead. Love that name. I don't have any questions, but Frank looks much younger and healthier than I expected. Well, I appreciate that. Have you Do had you know your, something, Tony? Have you had your eyes checked? <laughs> I set myself up for this yes. kind of thing. <laughs> I appreciate I think Tony knows something that I don't know. Uh, let's see. Uh, Patrick Izzo or Itzo. Since it's pretty much been established that Harry Shearer hates Gilbert for his scripted (laughs) self-intro on SNL, has anyone just said fuck it and just called to see if he will actually do the show? We should try. Even if it was a short, checky, green-style bitch fest, Gilbert would still find a way to make it entertaining. What do you think? Uh, Yeah, that would be worth trying. Do we feel like calling Harry? And you know, I want to say Harry's always been nice to me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he has worked with him on the Behar show at HLN and at Leopold, Tom Leopold's uh, uh, conversion to Catholicism. Harry was there. I don't know what it is with you, Gil. Yeah. <laughs> we will return to Gilbert Gottfried's amazing colossal podcast after this. And now back to the show. Frank and Gil, what's your favorite entertainment biography or autobiography? Or memoir. Wow. Do you have one? I don't think I have Is it Stooge one. Women? The Stooge Women, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is Dino. Oh, Nick Tosh's wow. Book. Yeah, that's it. Have, have you read that? Uh, n- no. Terrific read. Oh, uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Michael Scudurlo. Scudurlo. These names are great. Uh, got a movie for you and Gilbert I remember seeing in the golden age of the 70s. It was on Channel 9, and all I remember was that a group of people walk into a pitch-black room. Suddenly, lightning strikes. They see a coffin with a dead body in it. The screen goes black. Then the lightning flashes again, and the body is sitting up, pointing at the person who murdered her. Do you know the film? This person cannot think of the name of the film, so we'll put that out because you look yeah, really stumped. Yeah, that. And Paul, I don't know how to no, tell you to research I, I, that. How would I do that? Girl sitting in casket. You wouldn't do it. Sleepless in Seattle. <laughs> yes, <laughs> clearly. Um, da, 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 da. Let's see what else we have here. Uh, Sarah Shue Wilson uh, wants to know. Uh, hey Gilbert, was Larry Raglan insane? <laughs> <laughs> 
I can't really find a good bio on him. And what was Dummy in the Window really about? Well, I'll give you a list of all the good bios that were written about him. <laughs> you connected the two questions. Nicely done. Tell, I'd also love you to tell us about some of the insane people Gilbert has come across in comedy who are now dead, so there are no lawsuits. Oh, dear, most of them. That's a long conversation. Yeah, that's... Yeah, that's an hour-long ep. Uh, Joe Atema. Oh, At- I heard this, uh, this comedian that... I knew from the clubs an older guy, yeah. Uncle Dirty. I remember Uncle yeah. Dirty. He died. Did he? Yeah. Not to be confused with Doctor Dirty. Oh, that's John right. John Volby, who was the 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 singer. Yes. Yeah, the guy that used to sing. Uh, what the hell was that song? Oh God. Anyway, uh, John Atema or Atet or Atema. That sounds like the name of the mummy in his human form. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I know the show is free form, but please listen for the follow-up questions. When a guest says, so, so-and-so so died in my basement, that needs attending to. I'm fine with that, except I was the person that said, so-and-so oh. died in my basement. <laughs> <laughs> that was my dad's line. My dad would say when, when he'd never heard of somebody, you'd say, that movie's on. You know, with Cliff Williamson. Yeah. And he'd say, Cliff Williamson? Of course his father died in my basement. <laughs> Eric B. Anderson. I was surprised and excited to see Gilbert introduce the Lenny Bruce character in the new Amazon pilot. Do you know anything about this? Oh, my God. The marvelous Mrs. Meisel. Yeah, yeah. It was made by, now I forget her name, uh, that woman director uh, and writer who made the Gilmore Girls. Oh, Amy Sherman Palladino. Yes, oh, yes. Oh, she's my wife's hero. You worked with yes, her? Yes, yes. Oh, hot damn. Yeah, I'll tell I, I, uh, I was like, she uh, called me in to be like the host of some like comedy club, a strip club that had a comedian coming on. I introduced uh, Lenny Bruce. Oh, interesting. You, you have all these extracurricular activities that I know nothing about. <laughs> <laughs> the fewer people who know, the better. I think something. so. <laughs> Julian or Julian Moruzzi, which episode had to be edited most severely to stave off the risk of libel suits? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's... We could we could start by skipping a couple that never appeared at all. There were a couple that uh, that we had to uh, bury in the yard. Uh, Julian or Julian, you can you can instant message me. We'll have a conversation about that. <laughs> Make sure it's in the middle of the night. Johnny Leathers, I double dare you. Can you get Mark Summers as a guest? You know Mark Summers, the game show host oh. that double used to host. Uh, Unwrapped. Oh, okay. I just saw Mark Summers a couple of weeks ago. He was at ABC and uh, interesting fellow. Um, bu- 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 Johnny Leathers also asked. This may be my favorite question here. Uh, oh, you guys, the money comes up a lot, and you uh, you uh, you talk about Gilbert being cheap. Yes, <laughs> but seriously, is Gilbert doing okay? I mean, he has been steadily working for thirty or forty years. <laughs> <laughs> this, this guy is this man is worried about your financial health. Yeah, there's, there, you can hear that the, the, there's a tear in his voice. There, <laughs> Johnny. Perhaps you're familiar with the expression "has the first dollar he ever earned." But, but the, my problem is that cocaine habit. <laughs> oh, it really, yeah. yeah, it really did you in. Yeah, really. <laughs> and the tie hookers. Oh yes. <laughs> Uh, oh, shit on my glass coffee. No kidding. Table. Yeah, because they eat Thai food first. What were you dressed as? Yeah, a, a priest. Of course. And and the music playing while they were doing it was... Da, 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 
Da, da, da, da, da, da, da, da, I thought you were doing Telstar again. <laughs> da, da, da. Oh, but, 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 but I'd like to know how Gilbert and Frank met each other. No, you don't. No. Oh, no. <laughs> we, well, we've told that story. It's yeah. online. It, it's, yeah. got, it's on Scott Rogowski's show. You can find it on YouTube on Running Late. Uh, we have told that story of of the the Comic Con. We met before that, actually. Yeah. We met working on Caroline's Comedy Hour. Oh, that's right, for with Richard uh, Jenny. Rich Jenny. Yeah, I used to approach you even before that at clo- at, at the seaport when you would do ninety minutes, but you oh, you, you, you you shunned me. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had continued. <laughs> uh, Paul Le Pelletier, Le Pelletier, uh, or Le Pelletier. Does Gilbert know the lyrics to Shaft's Big Score? Ooh, oh, that was the sequel. Yeah, we'll have to table that. No. And then Barry Goobler, or Gaubler, follows that up with, or Convoy by C.W. McCall. Oh, we got a great big convoy. (laughs) Ain't that a beautiful sight? Oh, I got a great big convoy going through the night. Convoy. Also made into a bad Chris Christopherson movie. Oh, Convoy with Ali McGraw. Here's one you could look up, Paul. Eric Fusco, the founder of the uh, Listener Society, says, Any thoughts, stories, or reactions to a 70s Saturday morning TV show called Uncle Croc's Block with Charles Nelson Riley? I must confess. Croc's Block? (laughs) Yes. Oh, boy. Yes. Yes. And nobody nobody questioned. I think he's making this up. If you can find Uncle Croc with like a crocodile. Uncle Croc's Block. Block With Charles Nelson. Animated series. I'll be damned. Uh, ABC, produced by Filmation. Let me get to, uh, let's see, 19, the uh, 1975 here. I'll have to get to Wikipedia and get a more. Wow, it exists. It's a real thing. It Uncle was Charles made, Nelson Riley. It was made by the same people who made Cocktease, another famous cartoon. <laughs> yeah. Well, have you, have you seen Uncle Croc's Block? Uncle Croc's Block also had Charles Nelson Riley and Jonathan Harris. Oh, my God. That's a lot of mincing. Yes. In one show. Yes. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. (laughs) (laughs) Rob Smentek, the other founder of the Listener Society, says, Eric Fusco wants to know whether you have a particular favorite Star Trek episode. You're not a Trek guy. I'm not a big Trek guy. Yeah. But I I will say I I always enjoy when uh, Frank Goshen. Oh, the the split face? Black and white. And (laughs) and that was really like. Hitting us a little too hard over the edge with their symbolism. <laughs> right, okay. I'll 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 pick a cliched choice, which is the uh, the gangster episode, "City on the Edge of Forever." Oh, the, was with that the, with Joan, Joan Collins? Yeah. That's a, that's it's a, a very cliche. I'm going to go with you on that. The, the only the other one I think is close. My friend Ellison wrote that. A so muck time, it. which is where oh, yeah, uh, Spock goes into heat yeah. and has to go back a to muck Vulcan. time. Yeah. I've this, seen them all. This fight is to the death. Yeah. I like Roger C. Carmel too. As what is it, Harry Mudd? Harry Mudd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and what episode is that famous episode with that alligator man? Oh, God. Oh, they, 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 <laughs> yeah. they got to kill each other, and he's, he discovers, oh, yes. uh, yeah, the, alligator Kirk head. discovers the components of gunpowder. Oh, yes. Right? Yes. That's the one. Yes. That's the he one knows the, a lot about yeah. it for a guy that doesn't care about Trek. Yeah. Well, look up the name of that episode for Gil. That would the, be uh, the alligator head. The alligator head. head. Okay. Tim Seascholtz. Seascholtz. Uh, why doesn't Gilbert like Hammer films? Damn his eyes. <laughs> Gilbert, you want to explain yourself? I, I'm i a universal man. You're, uh, you're a classic. Uh, yeah. yeah, you're a purist. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I admired, I have respect. 
for Christopher Lee and, and Peter Cushing. Cushing. Sure. But I, I never got into the Hammer films. Yeah, me neither, strangely enough. Yeah. We're, 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 we're winning friends yeah, all Gilbert's, over the place here. Gilbert's favorite Trek episode is called Arena. Arena, yes. Arena, season one, episode 18, and the the other captain who he's fighting is a Gorn. He's a, a Gorn. Gorn. A Gorn. Okay. <laughs> there are people shouting at their phones, and, but, but we should have known this. Um, our pal Maurice Burstinski down in uh, Australia. Can you guys do a mini episode about the Muppet Show? If for no other reason it made a successive old-fashioned vaudeville entertainment, who'd have thunk that would happen? I found a video of you and Kermit. Uh, yeah. Online. Yeah. What's that about? It was one uh, when they were bringing like back the new Muppet Show. And and they did one where it was like uh, I was the winner of the winner date with Kermit. Oh, okay. Okay. And our friend Brendan Bliss chimes in to say, I agree. Uh, being born in the 70s, The Muppet Show is where I first discovered most of the great legends you guys discussed. Milton Berle, George Burns, Vincent Price, not to mention Gilbert's new flame, Brooke Shields. Oh, yeah. I I, I ran into her. I, I'd run into her before. Uh-huh. I ran into her at the Friars Club. Uh-huh. Recently, we took our picture together, and um, I sent it out. You didn't and ask her to do the show. I I think we I afterwards I thought you know she'd be great. She's got a great she's got a lot of movies. Because she uh, aside from she was in all those movies, and she was here when she got famous when old Hollywood oh, of was course. still around. Well, she like, worked with Burns. She worked with Hope. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure we get any tales out of school, but we can try. Yeah. Married to the very funny comedy writer Chris Henchy. Um, uh, Olive Pepin. 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 P-E-P-I-N, like the, sh- like the chef. Do you like Sherlock Holmes, Charlie Chan, or Agatha Christie movies? Your thoughts on the sleuths and the supporting cast? You do. Uh, you like well, the Chan pictures? I, I liked, you? yeah, I, I like. I guess I like the Mr. Moto because I am a big Peter Laurie mm. fanatic. And, um... Uh, oh, I remember a story about one time some director was directing Peter Laurie in some low-budget film, and they said, okay, let's do another take of that. And Peter Laurie, I guess the guy's name was Vincent, the director, and Peter Laurie goes, sorry, Brother Vince, I only do crap once a day. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, um, uh, I lost my train of thought. And we, oh, and and what what? And then he said, "Yeah, but what about all those Mister Moto pictures?" Yeah, and he goes, "I was on drugs." Yes, it was Yellowface, Peter Lorre playing. Uh, oh yeah, playing an Asian, and so did Karloff in Mister. He played Mister Wong. Yes, yeah. And I think I think Bela Lugosi. I saw a picture. He of may him have. Yes, something. he may have. It was done in those days. Do you remember a cartoon show called Charlie Chan and the Chan Clan? In the 70s for Hanna-Barbera. Oh. I bring it up because Jamie Farr was a writer. Oh, my God. On that show. And Key Luke himself did the voice. Oh. Key Luke, who was the number one son. Yes, yes. But now played in the cartoon in the Hanna-Barbera version, Charlie Chan. Oh, what I I was remembering is this actor, James Hung. Oh, James Hung. 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 Yeah, I know that actor. Sure. I, I I knew I was talking about the porno actor. Right, that's a different guy, totally different. Couldn't be Asian. And, and he was best known for uh, being on Seinfeld, going, yes. "Hot, right?" Yes. But I I read that he, uh, and I spoke to him. And I asked him, and he said it was true. 
he learned how to play Asian, even though he himself, of course, was Asian. He learned how to play Asian by watching Peter Lorre. Unbelievable. Mr. Unbelievable. But to answer the question, um, yeah, the Agatha Christie pictures we've talked about, and then there were none. Yeah, from from forty six or forty seven, the Renee Claire version, and I I just made my wa- my wife watch uh, Lumet's Murder on the Orient Express, yes. which is terrific. And it really holds up. If you haven't seen it, Paulie, I have not seen it. I'll mark Albert it down. Albert Finney, right is you know, there's there's the a connection detective. too because uh, Lumet said that you know he wasn't happy with how Bye Bye Brave Men came uh-huh. out. And he said, but Bye Bye Brave Men, what he learned from that made uh, Murder on the Orient Express a better movie. That's interesting. Yeah. Oh, man. There's a, there's a documentary about Lumet. Did you see it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we should look into getting the filmmaker of that. Uh, Maurice again. And while we're talking about the Wrecking Crew, I'm not sure we were, but I must have lost <laughs> the thread. Uh, can you try for Hal Blaine or Carol Kay? They have amaz- amazing stories. We really should get Hal Blaine yeah. and the members of the Wrecking oh, and, Crew. And, and with the wreck- oh, oh, that was the Dean Martin. Wrecking Crew was a, was a Matt Helm movie. Oh, He's talking about the backup musicians that oh, played on every oh, that, okay. that played on the Brian Wilson stuff. And, and Because a bunch of people helped out when I was talking about two movies where a girl falls over and shows her white panties. Yes. One was uh, Girls... Uh, what was the Elvis picture? Yeah. Was it yeah. Girls, Girls, Girls? Either or Girl... It's something like that. Fun in Acapulco? We have, to, we have to go back to our archives. Not back to the panties again. <laughs> yeah. And, and then the other one was... Um, He's working overtime. The other one was like a Matt Helm picture. I, the Silencers or, I, or yeah, the Wrecking Crew? Yeah, could have been the Wrecking... I, I think it had... And this takes away the... Oh, if this is true, it takes away... Some of the turn-on factor uh-huh. here. I, it may have been Sh- uh, Sharon Tate. Who's oh, she's definitely in the Wrecking Crew. Yeah. Paul, back me up on that. Sharon Tate, the late Sharon Tate. Um, let's see. Uh, Bill Nemec. Gilbert, is it true you used to work for the Susquehanna Hat Company? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, that's when I lived on Bagel Street. <laughs> Well, Joe Keaton wrote the next the next post was, I hear it's on Bagel Street. Yes. But I don't know where that is. I'll ask somebody. Anyway, we only got through about half of these, so we'll do we'll do more uh, in future. But this is the, the Listener Society, almost 3,000 strong. We thank you guys for posting this stuff. we got Sharon Tate, part of the Wrecking Crew. Was she in the Wrecking Crew? Directed was, by Phil she, Carlson, am I right? Uh, let's see. Director Dean, it was Dean Martin, Elkie Summer. Oh, Elkie Summer. Was in it. Elkie Summer. What, you no, got, no respect for Elkie Summer? You got oh, love Elkie hey, Summer. Elkie hey, Summer. I don't have the director here. I think it was Phil Carlson, but, don't, don't, but uh, I could be wrong. Anyway, that's it. We'll do another... Uh, mini episode with the Listener Society down the road. Thank you, Eric. Thank you, Rob. And thank you, Mr. Bachigalu. Thank you, Mrs. <laughs> Calabash. <laughs> thank you, John Fodiatis, who's here, and uh, and uh, Mr. Paul Rayburn, and everybody else, and Maestro. Oh, yes. Want to take us out? Uh, this has been Gilbert and Frank's amazing, colossal obsession. Sorry, I woke you. <laughs> <laughs> To know about Papillonsu Su Olam Cheney Junior It's something we're used to Colossal obsessions These things that we've studied
Listen up.